1: It's Stephanie, Hi, Megan, Stephanie May- you're, listening you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. are <laughs> too, too expensive. You're, listening you're listening. to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke, broke, broke Girl Therapy. Plug yourself. It was just like the low quality sound. Plug yourself.
2: Plug yourself. So early. So early. I know. <laughs> oh man, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Bye. It's like people <laughs> paid this
1: $5 for what? I know. And no, I we're going to give the people what they want. And what they deserve. Yeah. Oh. Oh, what happened? You got <laughs> a text. Maybe. What did it
2: say? Nothing. I'm not going to read it. I'm present with you. All I care no, about. No, shut up. Read it. I want to know. All I care about is that his name popped up on my screen. That's
1: all. But what did it say? I don't hey, know. Hey, hey.
2: You know I don't kiss and tell.
1: Okay, but you kissed and told everyone on, on Double Team podcast and didn't share in Brookle therapy. You broke the news.
2: I <laughs> broke. Um, I know. First okay. of all, that episode was full of breaking news. It was full
1: of breaking news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
2: I didn't realize that I was on CNN. We broke <laughs> the
1: news. It was literally <laughs> we every headline news before they went on there. So I exactly. was exactly. But yeah, I know um, that was like percent CNN. <laughs> It
2: was. I mean, I won't tell the listeners what he texted because I respect his privacy, but I will say that there is a gentleman texting me these days that I thoroughly enjoy.
1: Oh, okay. Well, let's get into it. Hi, guys. Yes. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy And we got Rose McAleese, your favorite bitch. Oh, thank you. You are everyone's favorite. Oh. Like, people love you. Did you see the live show? I did. Did you see when HK was like, oh, do you guys know who Rose McAleese is? Are you guys a fan of Rose? <laughs> We're like, well, she's not here. <laughs> Look under your seats.
2: She's not there.
1: She's not there. <laughs> she, she's not, be not there. there."
2: Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know. I'm really sorry. I was too busy working. paying. I, you know, someone's got to support this family. <laughs> and by family, I mean me because I'm a single mom raising me. A dog. Oh, yeah bats Uh, yeah wow bats she's with her grandparents okay Okay. she's living her best life she's with her best friend charles um they're besties they go on walks um he like takes her down to the park because she loves astroturf and he like literally like holds the leash and like lets her run around the astroturf and i was like oh yeah my dad's the same father as he is a grandfather like he used to let me just run around and then like okay let's go
1: (laughs) just get your energy out (laughs) just like you are like bats is like a you and dog form like it's it's kind of fucking crazy
2: dude Alyssa says it all the time you get the dog you deserve and there was many times where I have wanted to adopt a dog and I was like "Mm, this doesn't feel right and now I have bats and every time I try to complain about her my number one complaint is she's so loud and everyone's
1: like that's calling Uh, that's that's she got yeah she gets it from it's genetics you know it's like she can't help it
2: she gets it from her mama
1: (laughs) It's okay. Well, let's what what do what do we want to talk about today? Like how I mean, I think I just miss you a lot, honestly, and I oh, just want you like in my life.
2: I'm always in your
1: life. I think always. I'm emotional cuz I took a plan B. And so I'm just I don't know, I'm just emotional. I feel like you're just emotional with Mercury's retrograde. I took a plan B. Uh,
2: wait, I'm sorry. Can we are we just going to should we not address the plan B in the room? Like are we just going <laughs> to ignore that?
1: Well, I mean, I mean, there's what is it? To, well, yeah, he came in me and I was like, oh, and the condom broke. So um,
2: what I'm more flabbergasted by is that you're no longer a pull and pray girl.
1: Yeah, because Brian started wearing condoms because he like knew that if he got my ass pregnant, I was going to keep it. Oh, because <laughs> so, I was like telling him how I want to be a mom and. <laughs> And then I was excited. And he's like, oh, hell no. So then he started wearing condoms.
2: You guys have been together for how long? (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what I think it is? It's because you use the M word.
1: Oh, 1000%. And I told him, I was like, if you get me pregnant, you know, just let you know, like, I'm not aborting it. Like, I'm keeping it, you know? And he was just like, oh, I think it just, like, reality hit that, like, oh, shit, like, I got to really be careful. Because, like, I don't really like to go – I don't really like how birth control makes me feel. So that just wasn't an option. And so I was just like, fuck it. If we get pregnant, like, you know, it's meant to be. And he was like, oh, no, 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 we're not there yet. So, yeah, he wore condoms. And and it broke. And so he, like – um, Zelled me fifty dollars to go get a plan B. I woke up with a fifty dollars more in my account to go get a plan B. Okay, I'm gonna say this right now.
2: <laughs> Might cause a lot of controversy, but I have never known a person to use Zell besides my landlord, and now I know it's Brian's way to paying a uh, plan B. Zell
1: is so much better.
2: Okay, but like, here's my thing, and I learned this being in Atlanta. There's something I call the money belt, which is there is a line going across the United States where there are people that use Venmo and people who use Cash App, and every single person I met in Atlanta used Cash App. Cash
1: App, because you know what it is, black people use Cash App. Okay, that's black people use Cash App, and all and my I black get it. friends. Before. Well, because one of the
2: ways that apparently you it you can have it attached to – you don't need just a debit card. It could be a bank account. It could be a right. prepaid card. Like, there's, there's like – it is it is a friendlier app. So, of course, I, like, downloaded yeah. and have used it. I am a Venmo girl, but just because I'm a West Same. Coast girly and Venmo is just what we grew up on. And the only people I know that use Zelle are, like, adults and landlords.
1: Um, I used to be a Venmo girly, too. And um, and I still kind of use it if someone prefers that. But lately, honestly, I feel like me and everyone else in my life around me has been, like, more on Zelle because you get the money right away.
2: But that's why. Because we're adults now. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've gotten older yeah. and it's like a 410K is a fucking Zelle. <laughs> it's like, ooh, I need the money now to pay for my adult things. The Venmo's like, I don't know. I'll be broke until it comes on Monday.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know.
2: I don't so know. So he sells 50. But it's, 50. it's better
1: because you get it right away. I don't...
2: No, I mean, I'm not... Look, I'm not knocking. <laughs> I'm just making an observation that I think is really interesting and super funny. That, like, first of all, we Collecting need three. Data. But, hey, you know what we can agree on? No look, one's using PayPal.
1: <laughs> no one's using PayPal. I actually use PayPal, like, uh, to get... Paid, like, through sponsors and stuff like that. Like, certain brands. So that's when I'll use, like, PayPal. It's, like, sometimes through sponsorships.
2: See, and PayPal's, like, it's for corporate. Because you people. could, like,
1: invoice. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, more. It's because I could keep, like, all the invoices there. That Like, that's why. A small so. business owner uses PayPal. A small business owner. Like myself. So you took plan but B. I took plan B because the condom broke. And, um, yeah, so I, I took it and it's just, I don't know, but I would think that that's like, I mean, maybe that could be why I'm a little bit hormonal, but I also just think that like, I just lately just been just like not loving myself. Like the Mm -hmm. things I say to myself in my head is so fucking mean. And I'm like, I need to stop. I need to stop. Don't make
2: me punch you in your face and kiss you (laughs) on your forehead. Don't make me do it. I'm going to give you a knuckle sandwich.
1: <laughs> Why did Why I? I-, I- you Why I- I I- you on it? Why are you on Oh, my God. I wish we were, like, in a sitcom. Imagine us in a sitcom.
2: It would get canceled.
1: Like, it, no would, be- it, would, be- it would be so fucking good. It'd be controversial, but it'd be good. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Like we should be like an, an adult type sitcom You know what I mean
2: Oh for sure a multi-cam with like Some dark like fun. Yeah I feel like we would just get cancelled because CBS Doesn't want people saying like cunt hoe
1: Bitches Yeah but it'd be that but with like cunt hoe bitches
2: Yeah we love cunt hoe bitches
1: You know We would do so if we, we- Rosa me and you had a sitcom together <laughs> It would be it would be hilarious. Just honestly, you just had a sitcom about yourself. It would be so good (sighs) someday. But today
2: is not about me. Today is about my friend Steph not feeling 100 percent. I will say, though, I think one of the things that people don't realize is the plan B hangover. Like men don't know, like men don't know a lot of shit. And one of the things they don't know is like how they have an inkling of what plant, like what birth control does to our bodies. But like, even then you don't know what it's like to literally cry over like uh, killing a spider and then like being angry because you have a house that has spiders and then being like, I should be thankful I even have a house, like the spiral that happens. That's the when you're on point. birth control and then the idea that you're so horny that it like physically almost hurts and then you're like, I don't want a single human touching me.
1: <laughs> like make it make sense, right? But it makes sense.
2: And if you think about it, plan B is literally like taking an entire pack of like birth control. Like it's all popping, at once. All of them at once.
1: Yes. So of and it's like, I've been moment. really, I've been really just exhausted for mm. one. The, the first few days, it was just like exhausting. And then, and I guess it's only been like about a week now, but still it's like the first few days are exhausting and it's just like, I don't know, hormonal. I just like start thinking that I'm like, not that great, but I think I've been kind of been going through this. Thing, like just lately And I think it's just like fucking inst- It's like it's social media You know and it's like I love What I do and I love social media And I'm, and I'm so good at it but it's like It just like takes a fucking toll On you
2: Because after a while you start thinking like How is this like really Affecting me even when you're high and high And you get like super amped on it You're like that's not healthy either Like right. the, the two modes Are not like healthy. It's either like depression, I'm fat, I'm ugly, no one likes me, ill, gross, not enough people like the post. Or you're like, oh my God, everyone loves me. So I'm many people so- follow me. I got like right. 10,000 likes on a post. And you're just like, it's just so jarring how you can jump between the two. There's no like middle ground, I feel like, on social media.
1: Yeah. And I'm trying to find that middle ground because it's like, because I love what I do and I know that social media is like, such a huge part of it it's really like what I need and it's a tool for me you know but it's like it's just where where do I just draw the line you know and Mm -hmm. so it's it's like even when it's like not even things that make me want to cry like I mean, every single day I'm called like, well, at least the twins could, uh, would agree with this too. Like we're just called tramps, whores, like discuss, you know, all these things. And it's like, it doesn't like necessarily make me cry every day, but then you like look through your phone and you're seeing, it and you're reading it and it almost becomes like this affirmation, even if you're reading it mm-hmm. and it's just like, you're seeing it all the time. And yes, you're like, you're kind of numb to the situation, but you're still subconsciously like taking that in Yep. And it just becomes like at one point it just gets like physically exhausting. We're like, I don't even, I just don't want to see it. Even though I, mm. I don't believe it, I just don't want to see it, you know? And it's just like, it, it's just, it's never ending in the comments. And I've, I've had to like even cut out a bunch of words to make sure that doesn't come up. But people get creative, you, you know? I and mean- it's
2: just like. I think that's my big thing about trolls is they're not like original. You kind of go over the same shit over and over again. Like if you're going to come from my jugular and actually like insult me, like be a little more clever. That's my one note about it. But you're right. It becomes a mantra and it becomes like like a, what was it? What's the word? uh, affirmation yes and a mantra and you're just like you're reading
1: it all the time yeah I wake up and I read it or like I see it throughout the day and it's just like you're reading it it becomes like even if you're not like crying when you're as soon as you see it or like oh my god or like you act numb it's still just something you see all the time and it just like just builds
2: like it's not fun being slut shamed because one of the things is there's nothing wrong with being a slut so it's this idea that's like look this is kind of our Jobs Is that we like tell stories and we're storytellers and like people find our shit funny and find like refuge in it and just enjoy it. And we're doing it for like comedic relief. And if you want to come to the pa- like the party and be a little sour, bitter Betty. You kind of ruin it for everyone, especially us, where it's like, then don't listen. Like the amount of effort that goes into writing a comment. I'm like, you could have done something more productive, like your taxes or laundry or fix that window that's been broken for fucking six months or get some fresh air and leave your mom's basement. Like just just a suggestion. Just as just
1: just a few little things. Yeah, (laughs) I also know. It's so true.
2: What's funny is there was, I was talking to a guy friend of mine. Where he was like, man, it's so brave that you, like, go and, like, talk about these sex stories and everything. And he's like, and there's so many, like, great comments. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand all the fucked up men that slide into my DMs and say really disgusting, terrible things. And I'm like, wait,
1: I'm the emotional one? I'm the problem? People have said, like, sitting in your DMs saying really disgusting things?
2: Yes. They're especially, like, you know, it's it's all requests. So, like, usually if I see it, I just immediately delete it. But they just say disgusting things things you know like i hate to say it but like you know you have guys that say creepy things like i'm gonna find you and like teach you like you know to be a better woman or like threatening rape like that you know what i mean like just dumb shit like that calling me a Maybe fat whore how- oh
1: Girl. yeah i get called a fat whore all the time
2: uh calling a fat whore your father and mother must be so disgusted by oh, you that one, I, get,
1: I get that one all literally every day oh your parents must be so proud i'm like First of all, I'm not here to fucking. Oh, go. You're like, I'm not here to fucking. Like, I'm like, I'm 32. I'm not living for them anymore. Like, who gives a shit, you know? Like,
2: well, as someone who pays my parents' mortgage, I don't think they can complain. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. They just have to put up with it. They're like, look, our daughter, you know, writes jokes for drug dealers and talks about sex on podcasts. She's paying the rent. So, kudos to our independent kid. (laughs)
1: Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air, best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her, I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer especially during allergy season so go get yours boo luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies we can live claritin clear with claritin d designed for serious allergy sufferers claritin d has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream.
0: So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: But yeah, like your parents, I mean, your parents support you no matter what. Like they don't even, you know, like your mom listens to the show sometimes.
2: Oh yeah, all Shout the out. time. Are you kidding me? The amount of time my dad... Apparently, my mom will be listening to it as she works, and my dad will walk in the room and hear us cackle, and he'll immediately walk out of the room. Like he, like, he supports nope. it; he just doesn't need to hear it.
1: You right. know? Yeah. Boundaries, boundaries.
2: We love a good boundary, so, yeah, especially just- from a male figure. That's important.
1: Well, one thousand percent. But yeah, so it's just it's just been a lot, and I think the biggest thing is just like the fat shaming comments Ugh. to also really get to me, and it's just like. Like I know I'm not the fucking tiniest little thing. It honestly it doesn't even matter. Like I just feel like my entire life I've just been like, sorry, is gonna, am I gonna cry? Is it one of those?
2: Go ahead, cry. Apparently we always cry together. So let's let's.
1: I know this just Patreon too. So I I want the more emotional deep shit on Patreon. So yeah. It's just, like, my entire life, ever since I was a little girl, it's just, like, and I think you could, you know, as a woman, you. Could, I'm sure you agree. It's just, like, why are people so obsessed with, like, commenting, like, on my body? Like, I feel like even when I was, like, you know, in high school and, like, just fucking every, I, like, my entire life I've always been, like, called, like, fat, you know, and it's just, like. Looking back, it's like I didn't even grow up fat. Like, I was yeah. always pretty tiny. I'm the biggest I am now, 1,000%. Like, I know I'm not fucking skinny. But it's like I look back at photos and I'm like, I wasn't even fucking overweight. I wasn't. But it was always someone fat shaming me then, back then, you know? And it's just like, just makes me sad that I could never, like, even when I was small, I couldn't even enjoy it because somebody was always had some something to fucking say.
2: Yeah. And I feel like it's such a weird thing how obsessed people are about other people's bodies. And I just always equate that to because they don't want to think about their own. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of self-hate and hate being projected upon another person. Like, but with that being said, that doesn't make it less painful. Like, it doesn't hurt any less for when people are commenting on your, like, double chin or your, like, stomach, and it's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, if that's the thing you want to go after, I, I, I don't get it at all, and I think it's, like – a waste of time. It also hurts. I don't think people understand how fucking painful it is to walk around as just a human in general, but more importantly to the subject, what's it like to walk around as a woman? You're seen as prey all the fucking time. You're seen as delicate and like, can't stand up for your own. You're going to be too, you're either too fat or even too skinny Right, like Ariana Grande just got like you know body shamed. It's like you can't win. Right. There is no middle ground. It's there's no perfection, but everyone assumes that they know what perfection is, but it's everyone's dif- definition is different.
1: Yep. But yeah, I mean- it's just it's sick. It's just people are like, and you know, hurt people hurt people. So a lot of times these people like who say these things, I'm just like, you're getting a thrill out of like, you know, that this is going to hurt because we all mm-hmm. know that like body shaming hurts, you know, like, and so when they do it, it's just like they are trying to like hurt me. And it's and I just I don't it's like I'm trying to get to a place where I just like love myself and it, no matter what phase I'm in, like if I lose weight, if I gain weight, whatever it is, because it's like. No matter what size I've been, I've always been, like, ashamed, you know? So, I don't know. But it's also, like,
2: loving yourself. I feel like people always associate loving yourself as, like, this final thing. That it's like, oh, I love myself and then that's the end of it. And it's like, if you even think about, like, your every relationship, your friends, your family, your significant others, there's sometimes you love them and there's sometimes those people get on your fucking nerves, I think the difference is is when you talk about self-love and self-hate, again, it's like you can't turn the faucet all the way on and you can't turn the faucet all the way off. It ebbs and it flows. You just have to make sure you don't go too deep in the self-hate because that's super hard to get out of. And sometimes we think that's just like, oh, we got ourselves to hate ourselves. And it's like, no, it's definitely outside influence. Like it's definitely reading those shitty comments about our bodies and like the way we like exist and carry in the world. And the thing about self-hate is that that's what you should tackle against. It's self-love that's going to ebb and flow. And you should just like see it as that. If you love anyone for their flaws, you have to. Put that same, you know, judgment to yourself. It's not easy. It's easier said than done. Right. But it's, there's no final goal to self-love. I get that.
1: Because there have been moments where I'm like, oh, I love myself. Like, I don't even, like, feel like I've been shaming myself. I've been feeling it, you know, you know what I mean? But I feel like I, I don't remember the last time I, like, felt that way. (sighs) You know? But it doesn't mean
2: it's know. not gonna come back around, right? Like, this is, it's, that's the funny thing about yeah. like depression and sadness is that we think that's gonna last forever, but we never think that about happiness. Like, we're like, oh, this is gonna go away. You know what I mean? Like, ah, this, it's, it's gonna, right. you know? But like, we have to be able to use that mentality on both sides of the playing field. You know what I mean? The same way that we think that depression, we're never gonna get out of depression, it's gonna things. You can't think that way. The same way you don't think that your happiness is going to last forever. It's like just it's it's going. There is a actor by the name of Jeremy Pope, who I watched him do an interview. He was in this movie called The Inspector, I believe the name of it. But he is an actor and he did this thing about how he was talking about his therapist where he was like, you know, I have all these high highs and these like low lows. And it's just like so exhausting. Like, I just wish I could just be in the middle. And his therapist was like, well, that would be flatlining. Like, if you think about heartbeat, a heartbeat goes up and down, up and down. If it was to go normal or what we think is just, like, in the middle, that's a flat line. Like, that's not good either. It's just the idea of how to to basically navigate those highs and those descendants. Like, how can we flow? And it doesn't need to be as, like, triangle-y and just, like, super rigid. It could just be more of a flow. And... Then you have friends like me that are like, I'm so sorry that you're um feeling this way. But also, again, you're the most epic, amazing human being that I know and I love. And I even talked about it on the podcast where it's like, look, I'm a guest. I'm always a guest on this show. I'm a guest on the double team. But what y'all do is fucking incredible. Like, people love this show. They listen to it. They look forward to it. So, of course, it's like, it's so draining. Sure, it's what you love, and it's, like, you're good at it. It's, like, what you're meant to do, but it doesn't mean that it's not draining. It doesn't mean you're not sacrificing something in the pursuit of making other people
1: feel good. Yeah. It's like we do give a lot to, like, make people feel good.
2: Yeah. So, it, it's sad that you... Are feeling this way, but it's not going to last forever, and it's completely okay. It's probably hormonal, and it's probably not.
1: Like that's the other thing is you could just be emotional. Yeah, it's a mixture of all of it. It's real emotions, but it's it's a little heightened with the plan B. Yeah. (laughs) What are like?
2: What do you usually do to make yourself feel better?
1: Um, I before I would just like. Put on makeup, put on a really cute outfit, and go somewhere.
2: Oh, always look better than how you feel. That's my favorite.
1: Yeah. And, like, I just haven't really been doing that, you know. I, I think, like, I put on makeup, but then, like, that's it. But, you know, I think it's just, like, I probably should do that. But I'm like, where are we going? Because sometimes God. I just be comfortable. Here's the best part. You
2: might not be going anywhere. You could go to Target. That's my safe space. I love me a Target. It's my breakfast at Tiffany's. I just love a Target. Just walk around. Hanging out, looking at all the beautiful things, having my that was like Audrey the most white girl
1: white girl line you could ever say. <laughs>
2: thank you, <laughs> thank you
1: But that was so good.
2: Breakfast at Target, man. That's that's my jam. It's let's be honest, it's the white trashest thing I could say. You know what I mean? Like to it is downgrade. Like, everyone loves Target. Ah, oh, Tarjay is the best.
1: White girls it is love Tarjay,
2: but. Yes, you could you could put on your makeup, you could put on a cute outfit and you could just go to the grocery store. I mean, my thing is always I just go to a cafe because one thing that will stop me from then this is just me personally. One thing that will stop me from being depressed is If I go in public, I can't cry in public. So it basically kind of forces me to be in an awkward, uncomfortable situation and being like, walk through it, walk through it. Like, you can't be standing in this bookstore bawling your eyes out because someone's going to be like, ma'am, are you okay? And then you have to admit that you're not okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. In public, that's so funny. No, you're right. Because i kind of been wanting to go to Goodwill because I have a lot to just, like, donate. So maybe I'll just get ready and, like, go to Goodwill. Yeah, cute. I love a goodwill. Goodwill's fun. I used, to, like, I used to like back in like when I lived you know in Santa Clarita like I used to just literally just get dressed to my hair and like go to the mall and just fucking window shop because I was too broke to buy anything. Yes. So I'll do that and go to goodwill.
2: <laughs> we need to bring back the mall rats. You know what I mean? Like Honestly,
1: malls are fun. <laughs> malls are so you know what Rose mean you should just go to a mall one day and what act else? like we're in, in high school
2: oh my god super cute like, and, if like you-
1: talk to some boys
2: girl i was just about to be like that's the most high school thing ever It was like how many phone numbers can you leave the northgate <laughs> mall with like we're gonna go to south center we're gonna like look at the cute boys that work at finish line
1: you know or we could just do a little parody skit of us just <laughs> acting like how we acted back in the day Oh, my God. It's literally me
2: standing outside of Claire's too scared to go inside or like standing outside of Victoria's Secret being like, oh, my God, I'm going to be shamed if I go in that store.
1: Oh, my God. No, it's like, yeah. Well, I used to my hair stores are like Hollister and Abercrombie. Hot Topic was too scary for me. It's also the lighting. Why is it so dark? (laughs) It's just so dark. And, you know, it's like the edgy goth people. I wasn't there yet. And you're like, I'm just here
2: for my Care Bear backpack and then I'm leaving. (laughs) Right. We love a mall. I do have to say though, the mall that makes me like so happy to live in LA. This is so stupid. I absolutely love the Century City Mall. No, that's a good fucking mall. Girl, you could take a nap there. Like it's it's so cozy. It, they never want you to yeah. leave.
1: No, they that's a good fucking mall. I'll sure. go out of
2: my way to go to that mall. First of all, they have a din time fung, so they already won. They have a right. shake shack. They've already won. And they have an H&M, an Old Navy, and a So I'm like, they right, have already right. won. Yeah, exactly. They have an American
1: Eagle, to- which I love. I used to work, actually, at that mall, like, for, like, a little bit. But I got fired from that store. What store? William B.
2: Oh, my God. I don't even think it's there anymore if that helps. I don't think
1: they exist anymore. Fucking assholes.
2: Yeah, but the, the Century City Mall is this... Is what the Grove wishes it could be. But we all know the most superior mall is the Americana.
1: Oh, I love the Americana. The yes.
2: Americana is everything. But it's in Glendale, so it's like a day trip.
1: That's how I feel about Century City Mall. Because Glendale, it was closer to me back before, when I lived in L.A. It was closer to me. Oh, that's right. Century City was going a little further.
2: Yeah. See, as has a West Sider at Century City. Is-,
1: is the local mall
2: is my neighborhood mall. But yeah, no, going to the mall. Like, you know what it is that we're like, kind of like walking around and talking about? is like, we used to feel, I used to feel, the most depressed and like overwhelmed when I was in high school and I was a teenager. Like that time, because you're experiencing feelings for the first time, heartbreak, jealousy, yeah. anger, happiness, euphoria, all that shit. That maybe like to get you out of this slump is like, Just go back to that, like to that naive innocence, because like one of the things I used to do was just like, give me the ox cord and a full tank of gas and I will just drive around Seattle windows down. I'll stop at one donut shop. I'll stop at Dick's hamburgers like but like maybe that's it. Maybe you just need to go live your indie rom com Get in the car, drive, play the best music, dance You're like right. everyone's watching or no one's watching or just, just like, like live
1: a little bit. I feel like I'm yeah. so obsessed with I you know what it is I think I'm like so obsessed with work and vocal therapy is my work. Like yeah. I am it's like I'm recording an episode, I'm editing an episode or I'm on social media posting a, about a fucking episode. So it's like. And I love it. And obviously it's, you know, like it's I'm so grateful to be here. But of course, again, yeah, going back to like what you know the naiveness of like what I used to do to make myself be happy. It was like, you know, my home life wasn't great. So I would like go to the mall with my friends. And that was like so fun for me. So maybe I just need to just like get out a little bit and just go to the mall.
2: We love a mall. Driving to the mall, going to the mall, hanging around. Yeah. You know, sometimes capitalism be popping off. So, like, let's just enjoy it in
1: some ways, you know? Right. And just even just, like, it's a way to get your steps in. Now, now that we're older, we, like, consider those things. Like, all the amount of steps we were taking, just walking around the mall with our friends, easily 10,000.
2: Oh, my God. Without a doubt. It was, so, like, four or five miles. And walking in circles because the malls weren't that big.
1: They weren't, yeah. So you just <laughs> the out amount the of circle. exercise we were getting and not even knowing,
2: like the amount of times that I would walk past this one particular footlocker in South Center, shout out South Center, uh, just to see if the boy that I liked would see me. I would literally make my friend Jackie I was like, let's go back again. She's like, But oh, that'll only
1: be with this guy at Coffee Bean. <gasps> coffee bean. I loved I yeah, I had a crush on a guy at coffee bean. And she then you like developed my cover. I was, and then you developed a caffeine addiction. <laughs> Literally, I used to like this is this is how you know this is out of character for me. But I was so desperate, like I would go to like the coffee bean and I would sit there reading a book. Bitch, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, are you me? <laughs> Bitch, I don't even read, but I would just like I like come on.
2: Okay, would you do that thing where you held the book open and you would do that like okay, count to a minute and then I could flip the page? Yeah, just like yeah. make it a,
1: like long enough, like maybe kind of read it but not fully, you know. And it just like make just make myself look a little interesting, like I'm sitting at a coffee shop. I'm in a movie. Like I'm in a movie ooh. reading a book. I was like 19 years old. It was stupid. She's but. so mysterious. Yes, but he like never even like no. He liked my coworker. He didn't even like me. Oh, stupid. I and was man. like I I fake read for you like
2: <laughs> never have this i ever is- been more dedicated to the bit than this yes. shit <laughs> this bit i committed to the bit <laughs> i you also didn't even notice me mall drama was my favorite too like the fact that he liked yeah. your coworker. like mall drama was like the precedent of like most importantness because it was like stuff that you get to like you're like i got my job at the mall and then i like leave and then come back and it's literally like previously on glee like it's just this yes. what did i miss
1: <laughs> would sleep on glee. or you would like go to the mall when you're like you know off the clock and you're not working you stop by you're like work and you're like hey like because we have no day? social lives <laughs> yeah like, is you're like- busy day? I was totally I was totally that co-worker that would stop by when it was like not working oh. I was always at the fucking mall I was literally always at the mall so maybe I should do that maybe I should go to a mall
2: See, just do that. Like, it, it's just nice because it's just—it's so—it's also really super nostalgic. And I'm always about like dipping your toe back in nostalgia, like just to What's like.
1: They still look like they're in the 2000s.
2: I mean, that's the thing I love about a mall is that it's <laughs> like you melt, you make a mall. It stays a mall. The only <laughs> difference is that that mall no longer has a hot dog on a stick or an orange Julius, which oh, is so God. sad.
1: Wait, I know. I think the Glendale Mall still has it. Has what? A hot dog on a stick? No. Yes.
2: I used to think the only one was in Venice.
1: No, I think they have it in the Glendale Mall, not the not the Americana, the the mall across the, the street. Wh- Oh, my
2: God. I got to go investigate now. But an Orange Julius, R.I.P.
1: I feel like they probably have Orange Maybe not. I don't know. But, yeah. Now they have a Duncan. That's, like, the thing.
2: Ew. Gross. No. Orange Julius all the way. (laughs) Duncan? America does not run on Duncans. People walk to a Duncan's. They're not running. It's a little. people,
1: People love Duncan. Are you serious? The Gen Z's? love duncan they always talk about like duncan it's like their starbucks it's like the millennial starbucks wait did you just think they say that it's a duncan <laughs> they, they do like that's how i interpret it. like i got duncan like they, i just like i feel like i'm always hearing that by <laughs> some, some sort of gen z's like i got duncan like it's like a it's like i got you know it's like the next fucking yeah like the millennial starbucks they treat it like that Really? I know like Emilio has a fucking drink there. That is the most gen Z thing.
2: I had no I'm also not shading Duncans. I mean, I've consumed a few Duncans. I just not running there. It's not like the place that I'm right. like, oh, I want a donut. I gotta go there.
1: But if someone's like millennial. Hey,
2: if, well, yeah, that too. but I'm also, you know me. I'm also not running to a Starbucks either. It's right. Like, you know, I want to support a local place because I'm bougie but then yeah. you know let's be honest the thing the reason why i love starbucks is because you know what you're gonna get at a starbucks like 1000%. it's consistent same i guess same thing at duncan's but like oh then another thing being on the east coast even in the south duncan's was like the only donuts they had on set and crafty and after a while i'd just be like mm, i'm not gonna eat a donut. yeah today. like it's
1: not yeah it's like it's okay it's like not that great it's fine so okay can we just like take the pressure off of me and like talk about you <laughs> how are you wait, feeling
2: wait hold on I'm gonna ask a serious question okay. since you are in your fields, rightfully so would talking about my stuff make you feel good yeah you sure yeah is there
1: anything else I think for me, like I always, I always like talking about like, I like having a moment to talk about my feelings, but then I, I like talking about other people's feelings because it, it helps me at the end of the day.
2: You also love it when your friends are happy.
1: Yeah, of course.
2: And, but I will say say the reason why I'm preferencing that is because my sister is going through a really nasty, terrible breakup with a very shitty man. Who called first of all, he called my sister unlovable and fat. So we already hate him. Um, he's super, he's so corny. I if How I were they
1: together for
2: it's like on and off for like two years, kind of. Um, but this is like he's like the first guy that cl- like Claire has actually like name-checked to like my parents. Like I hear about Claire's dating life all the time, but it's like right. my parents are like, has she said anything about? We'll call him the little fucker. Has she said anything about the little fucker?
1: George? George sounds like a little fucker.
2: Yeah, let's just George. Has, you know, is Claire still seeing George? And I'd be like, I don't know, maybe. But I made over the phone, I made her burn all her photos with him, burn all the notes because I was like, you need to get this man out of your system. And I've been like... Helping her through this because, well, she's my older sister and I fucking love her. And I, like, if I ever see George, like, on site, I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know what I would do if I ever saw him on site. But, like, I know that I
1: single? would. single? <laughs> I heard <laughs> you're single.
2: I heard you're single. I would just pull that. I would pull, like, I would You I literally would
1: duck. probably do the same thing. But, like, hey, like, you would pull up.
2: I've. I would also probably be like, there is nothing I need to physically
1: do to you. I wish that was like recorded. Sorry, just like the night you pulled up on Morgan like that. Like I wish I had it on video. I leaned,
2: ducked, and died <laughs> to say to that man, what "I are, heard you single.
1: were in his face." One of my greatest achievements. <laughs> and he gave me so much shit for that afterwards. Like I remember, like. She'd be like, no, she's just being silly. It's fine. And she was like, no, like, what the fuck? Like da, 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 da. so funny. See, and that's what I
2: hated is that you had to pay the price for me. And I'm like, bro, you knew the source. And I was also standing there. You had nothing to say to my face. Yeah. Nothing. He,
1: he, he nothing.
2: <sighs> I knocked and right. he did not want to buck. So <laughs> he's Out of luck. Fuck that guy. Man, fuck him. Oh, every time I think about him, like George is serious vibes like that. Like making, you know, the way he made you feel is how he's making my sister feel where it's like super inadequate and unlovable. And I just like, I fucking hate when not even men, when anyone does that. Like, when women make men feel unlevel, I'm like, no one needs to do that. It takes way more effort to be an asshole than it is to be nice. So much –
1: that's the thing I don't understand was when people are such complete dicks. I'm like, you know that this is taking so much more of your battery life than Than it really should. Like, you could just mind your business. It is so much easier to be nice.
2: Because when you're nice, that means you're on the charger. If you're being an asshole, it means you're running your battery. That's what it means. people just
1: don't – But that's what makes someone like a good person and a bad person, right? It's like, it's like, if it does take a lot for them to be nice, it just means they're not a nice person. So if it's easier for them to be fucking rude, it's like, damn, like you just are fucking awful. It's just natural for you.
2: With all that being said, though, if people deserve to be assholes, i.e., Morgan, deserve me being mean to him, (laughs) then sure, rightfully so. But I also am not going to come at you sideways to begin with. It's the fact that you gave me permission to be a dick to you because you started this. You made my friend feel like shit. You made my sister feel like shit. So best believe I'm going to be like, okay, then I got to meet you. I know your level. I have to lower myself to your level, but I'll go there if I need to. And I feel like with George... If I ever see him, I'm going to be like, look, bro, there is not anything physically I could do to you, but I could psychologically make your life a fucking hell. Don't tempt me. Um, but all of that is to <laughs> say it's and this is why I was asking, like, is it OK to like shift gears a bit is because my sister was like, well, what's your dating life right now? And it's really hard to tell my sister, like, I'm really happy yeah. I'm with a guy I like. <laughs>
1: but it, i i'm not one of those people that are like well if i am fucking miserable you have to be be, be miserable with me no i rather get you know just be and happy for my friends it's like it's your life is different from mine it's fine you know and yeah. I'm, I'm overall like i am fucking happy i have amazing like things in life it's just a one little thing is making me a little depressed it's fine and so like, i'm going to support you
2: yes no and what. my sister's not like that but it, there is a shade of It's hard to hear, which I'm like, granted, rightfully so, especially because she, I love my sister, but everyone will admit to this. And even her, she has absolutely the worst taste in men. Like, without a doubt, there are really sweet dudes that really always have crushes on my sister because my sister is super hot. She's super charming, super spunky, the right amount of feisty and the dudes that like approach her that are kind of corny. My sister's like, no, but then she gravitates towards the shittiest men ever so whenever she's always like you hate all my exes and I was like yeah because any Cause man because they, they all suck they all fucking suck but <laughs> I'm in a position right now where I am currently being courted by a southern gentleman
1: <laughs> Ooh, what should we call him what's his name
2: southern gentleman
1: southern gentleman we'll call southern
2: him southern. Atlanta Atlanta ATL Atlanta yeah Um, Or the SG, Mr. SG. Um, No, I really, I really like him a lot. And he's, he's fun. And I've never been more like, like attracted, like this man, like there is just something about, you've seen photos, like something about his Yeah, he's very
1: handsome, but I could definitely see it in your eyes that you're just like, you're like, eat me. Devour me. Devour me.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I've been through the two tests that like set me up, which is, and this is like no shade to him because we both agree on this. The first time me and him hooked up, it was not good. It was messy. It was weird. We felt like teenagers. We were like, it was just. And we awkward were obviously for both sober.
1: Of us. Was he sober?
2: Yeah, he doesn't really
1: drink, which you know. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, he's no. a
2: he'll have like a drink, but he's not like you know he doesn't like get drunk or anything. Right. Um but yeah, there was just like, we both were like, yeah, this is awkward and weird. But then I was like, you know what? I like this man enough that like, I'm not going to let something like terrible sex, like stop us. And then like, you know, it took time and practice and getting to know each other. Like, he's very much like, I need to know someone before I can like go there sexually. And you know me, I'm like, I don't need to, please. I don't want to go anywhere with the people that I have sex with. So there was that. And then the second test was as, He hadn't texted me, like, all day, and I, of course, did the, like, spiral where I'm like, no, fuck him. Fuck him. This is why I don't like men. da 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 -da. I need to be single. I never want to hear from him ever again. And fate would tempt me (laughs) with um, Bacon. Bacon texts me. This is another guy who got weird and, like, ghosted me. Bacon texted me and was like, yo, I'm back in town. You want a link?
1: Fucking Bacon.
2: And I was like, absolutely (laughs) Because I was mad at, it. I was mad at Atlanta. I was like, you right. know, did Atlanta deserve that? No. But I was mad at him. And then as I was texting Bacon, Atlanta's name came up on my screen. And I was like, hmm. never mind. Sorry, cancel. Well, no. I was like, hmm. Continued texting with Bacon. And then, uh, I almost said his name. Atlanta's name came up three more times. And I was like interesting so then i was like told bacon i was like i'm getting in the shower like let me me think and i go to atlanta's text messages and the first one is i wanted to process because i asked him to be better at communicating i was like look i understand you're shy and everything but if texting is all we have fucking have like you need to be better he's a man of little words he doesn't talk a lot which i find very hot and very sexy but he like yeah i've always
1: only seen you with someone who's like quieter than you like you can't be out like you yeah a guy who's like just as loud as you like just wouldn't work
2: also do they do men louder exist like come on who's louder than me
1: (laughs) that's true i'm like trying to think about it and i don't know anyone louder exactly and that's fine I love a good I love a good listener even women I don't know anyone who's louder
2: I'll take the title I don't mind (laughs) but I don't know anyone I don't know I don't like a man who is like me because I'm me so I hang out with me all the time but I love an audience I love a listener so anyways oh that's so true So I basically was like – earlier that day I was like – because he was giving me like weird one-word answers. Like Atlanta was just kind of like, yes, no. And I was like, "Mm, I don't like this. And so I was like, hey, this is making me feel – and I was vulnerable, which you know I am not good with. I am not good with laying my cards on the table. It makes me feel gross. It makes me feel sick. It makes me feel physically nauseous.
1: But which shows that there's something about them that makes you comfortable enough to like say like, hey, this is how I feel. Yes. Was that going through a place that you're kind of like, whatever, I'm going to fucking say how I feel.
2: I'm not. I will say how I feel in the sense of being like, like, I heard you're single. But when it comes to a guy that I (laughs) genuinely like and want him to know that he's affecting my like day to day life, I will never say that I will swallow that pill very, very hard. But with Atlanta, I was like, let me just open up to him. And I was like, "Mm, your texts are making me feel some type of way. You need to be better at communicating. I know you're a man of few words, but like, I can't, come on. So then his response was, I wanted to take a moment to truly process this because you do mean a lot to me. And like, I do want to try to be better at communicating. It's a habit that I um, am breaking. And like, as like, I'm reading those, I can see him bubble bubble deleting right and then he's like i need you to know like i really do like you and i like what's happening between us and then another bubble bubble, bubble delete and i was like mm, let me just like put my phone down and like step away for a hot second right and then i get one more text like 10 minutes later being like no i really like i really do like you like i could hear his panic of him being like no like i Aww. like i do like you i and- like
1: you i like you i like you yeah
2: yeah and so and then as i'm reading it Bacon texts me back and is like, Uncle are Bacon. you gonna send me the address? And well
1: he said yes. No. No.
2: I I know, shocking. I told him, Oh, I was in the shower and I got my period. So I did which the most is. adult thing in the entire world, which is I did not invite my basically pattern over. Like I was upset at one dude and I wanted to like take it out on him, not like without him knowing but I like FaceTimed Atlanta and I was like, Hey, just let you know. I, and I was honest with him. I was like, just let you know, there was another dude texting me and I was like, I was just so honest with him and it felt like word vomit and I could see his face and he was like, uh, okay. Um, could you not do that? And I was like, damn, like, yeah, I, I could actually not do that. Like I could actually just be honest with him and trust him when he says that, like, he cares about me and he likes me. And what's so wild about this compared to any other relationship is I believe him. There are a yeah. lot of times when I was dating Anthony where I would question. I'd be like, I feel like I care more about him than he cares about me. Turned out to be true. But with Atlanta, it, I, I believe him. I believe him when he calls me beautiful. I believe him when he says he likes me. I believe him when he says I miss you and i want to cry
1: No, oh, see this is why that i wanted to so ask sweet. you no but this is tears of joy
2: oh, i know my favorite type of crying is yeah. happiness
1: because you deserve it thanks babe and it okay well okay sure. it's just so story. sweet when like a guy sees something in your friend that like your, you know, your friends like seeing you and believe, or like, yeah, like she d- does deserve the world when other guys treat you, you know, like shit, or like, why would they do that? So, when you see someone being like, they see what we see, it's like, it feels well, good.
2: Okay. One of my favorite things that he's ever said to me is I was like, oh, I'm really loud. I'm so sorry. And he was like, No, I like that I can hear you. <laughs> Like, that I'll be, oh, across the room having a conversation with someone else. And he's like, I just like that I don't have to find you. I can just, like, hear you. He was like, I "I like that. I like that you're loud. And I was like, and Anthony used to criticize me all the time for being loud. Oh, my God. Anthony used to, like, grab my arm and be like, shh. Like, he would
1: hush. Like, he would shush me. Oh, no. And I hated that. I don't want everyone, anyone to ever shush you. And he you being loud is like the best part of like Rose you like
2: that yeah and this man finds it like endearing and cute and he's just it's something he's not used to he's like I I like it he was like I don't know why I just enjoy it and I'm like that makes it just makes me feel good because that was something that I like battled with Anthony and that's no shade to him but it was just like he constantly was telling me to like be quiet and like talk quieter and it was just it it like it oh, rubbed me sweetie. the wrong way. Yeah, oh, it was like very that. much a, it was very much a, yeah, it was a nerve that I wasn't in, like I hadn't been self-conscious about since, I like when I was a kid, I was very self-conscious about being loud and then I just embraced it. I was the loud friend. And then with Anthony, he just kind of like dug that like, that insecurity up again. But with Atlanta, it's different. Now, here's how I knew that Atlanta was like, So different than anyone I've ever been with or anyone I dated. There was like an incident where like something happened and he was like – it's like someone like fucked up something of his, right? If I tell – well, it's on Patreon. Never mind. So basically what happened is that he had his car in valet from the hotel that I was staying at and the next day he gets his car and they like basically like broke his car. Like they fucked up like the e-brake or something And he was like, shit, my car doesn't work. And I just like got up and like stormed into the hotel. And I was like, who the fuck do I need to speak to? I need to speak to someone in the valet. Like his car's fucked. Like our days fuck. What are we supposed to do? And I was like going off basically. And then I like look out the window and like Atlanta's like under his hood and like going to the front seat and then like looking and then like on his phone. And I was just like, couldn't like tell what he was doing. And then he like came in and he was like strolling and I was like, Hey, we're going to fill out a fucking incident report. Like this is fucking bullshit and all that. And he's like, okay. And he like sits down and he fills out the incident report and he's like, well, you know, it is what it is. And I was like, what? He was (laughs) was, like, you're not mad. He's like, yeah, I'm mad. But, and I was like, you don't look mad. And he's like, I shouldn't look mad. He was like, that's not going to do anything. And he was, like, so calm, and I was, like, I'm not used to men not getting aggressive and angry and then angry that I'm not angry. And this dude was, like, it's okay. And, like, calming me down out of a situation that was, like, going to ruin him and, like, fuck him over. And he's, like, I'll just take it to the mechanic. It's fine. Like, just – So cool, calm and collected. It almost made me want to cry because I was like, how much abuse and anger have I witnessed that I had to assume to be just as angry, if not angrier than the man in front of me? And here was Atlanta, cool as a fucking cucumber. And I just, like, got so emotional. And I, like, told him, I was, like, hey, I had a really abusive ex that used to, like, fucking throw things at me and would get mad if I didn't get mad with him and everything. And his response was, I could never imagine a man doing that to you. And I was, like, what? And he was, like, you're too kind and compassionate. Like, that's – I'm so sorry that happened. And he, like, usually I always hate when men apologize Aww. for that type of shit because it feels
1: patronizing. But, like, again, I just, like – It's just, like, so a part of, like, his – it's just so genuine. It's like almost like overwhelming
2: that this man is just so. He's literally everyone is like he's the nicest human being in the world. Like I have not like everyone is. He's, he's Atlanta is professional. He's cool, calm and collected. He doesn't. He comes to work and he puts his head down. And he does his job. He dips like he is just one of the most everyone has speak so highly of him and he, it's just there was a hot moment where i was like do i deserve this like yes, you just know. like a like a twinge of a moment that like am i worthy of this like it made me kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier where it's like the comment section where it's like is this man going to love me or like me after he hears about what i do like the things i talk about on the podcast like i just like spiraled and I've never been able to say that to him yet because that's, like, the one layer of vulnerability I'm not willing to go to yet. Yeah. But I, I don't know why I didn't think I deserve it. I fucking deserve it. This man is a good man. And I'm old enough to recognize that. And I'm old enough to accept it. Well, not accept it. I'm still trying to work on accepting it. But, like,
1: you're experienced enough to know, like, how, what you're feeling is right. Yes. And that you deserve it and that he's great. And it's and just to like live in that, you know? Oh he's my really god. Great. I love I love seeing you smile. <laughs> Sorry, is that really cheesy for me <laughs> no, to say? No, it's not. No, I love seeing my friend smile.
2: What's funny is uh, that he texted me. A,
1: there's like a certain smile I and you know, we we've all been through it when it's like something is so like exciting and new and real and like it's not giving you any issues you're just like excited you're happy you're just, like you're just genuinely happy no I it's
2: that. it is very funny I was in the car with Alyssa and we you know we were like I like looked at my phone and I was like silent and she was like I could hear you smile like she was like I literally like because I was just exactly. like a cheesing and like trilling. I was like, He-he-he-he. like I this like this photo he sent of like of himself to me. And I was just like, oh my God. I was like slipping oh out of the car chair. I was like, woohoo. But it was it was and then Alyssa was like, I literally looking down at her own phone, she was like, I can hear you smile
1: oh and it, it's it's so vibrant, and you're it's so loud. It's so loud. <laughs> it's not
2: quiet. Even my smiling it is t- has like a fucking frequency. You know right, exactly.
1: <laughs> like I'm sure everyone heard you smile before I even said like I love your smile. Like I'm sure, like just the listeners right now are probably like, I could hear her smiling. <laughs> She's
2: teasing too much. But I mean, I always feel anxiety or anxious in. Uh, relationships that I take seriously and this is probably the first one maybe the, in a really long time but also maybe the first one where I genuinely don't feel as stressed as I used to like I f- I feel good I don't know where this is gonna go he lives in Atlanta I, I live in, this in
1: Seattle this is, this is I know you love your long distance so it's is something like what's that gonna look like but also like shit wh- what if you, you don't know what it looks like and that's okay and just fucking go with it until it like builds into something more or expires to something whatever it is that's just like hopefully it won't expire but like just if it, it'll build into something regardless of what that looks like
2: yeah one of the funniest things though is that cammy and nikki did his like birth chart and apparently i've married him in a past life
1: i think i Wait, did you send that to me? Maybe I did. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It was like the moment that, like, it was literally everything with the breakdown, and then it was like, she was like, oh, and you are married to him in a past life, and I was like, wait, is that, like, should I do it again? Like, I don't, is that, like, a sign? Like, I'm, like, is is it rekindling? Like, I don't, I don't really know. Right,
1: Like, like, what are, yeah. But it just means it's a good sign, and you should just keep going with it until you guys figure out, the you just figure out the logistics later. Just right now, it's like... Just fucking feel it, be in the moment, like talk to each other. And I think the the logistics will come and unfold the way it should be.
2: Yeah. And you know? I just, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm enjoying it's the first time that I feel like I'm I'm dating without expectations. Like Would he
1: ever move like out of Atlanta?
2: I don't think so, but that's also fine because if anything, I'm really good at not living in this LA. <laughs> like yeah, I, I live say, in like you're,
1: really, like you're really good at like having just like your base here, mm-hmm. and then like going everywhere else. Yeah, like between like Seattle, New
2: York, and now Atlanta because it's become my work city again. It's like yeah. I have the four corners covered, and it's also this. Well, he's gonna come visit me in Seattle, so you know Aww. we're gonna like make That's it so work. Cute. This man is literally She's coming to your Se- parents. Well, no, because my parents are going to be out of town. I feel like a kid, like my parents were like, we need someone to house sit. And I was like, okay, I'm inviting Perfect. a
1: boy over. <laughs> I'm going to bring a boy over.
2: And what's what's crazy is because of how wild his work schedule is, this man is literally flying to Seattle for 56 hours. Like he is wow. literally coming for 56 hours, hanging out with me and then going back to work.
1: Wow. And he's going into
2: a different time zone. Like, he's going from Atlanta. Like, he's going to go three yeah. hours behind and three hours jump in the future. And wow. it's like, if they would, they would.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's I tell that all the time. And bitches sometimes don't want to fucking listen. Like, if they will, if they want to, they fucking will. Don't think about, like, oh, maybe it's just the timing. Or, oh, they have this going on. No, if they want to, they, they're going to. They're going to make it work. Like, they will do what it takes.
2: People don't want to listen because they don't want it to be true. As guilty as charged, you know, my ass yeah, being so hung there. up we've on, we've all
1: like, been there. Yeah. We've I all mean, been there my to ass, don't listen.
2: Exactly. And my ass being hung up on tripod, if only because I was, like, obsessed with the sex and being like, oh, wait, I actually genuinely don't like the person. And being yeah. like, oh, if he would, he would. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: But, yeah. That makes me so happy and like Thanks, excited baby. to see like where this goes. I am too.
2: I think it's the first time I'm also like not mourning the end. Like I feel like sometimes in a relationship you're like I never want to let go of this person. I never want to lose them. And yeah, I just feel nervous. Yeah. Yeah, and I just feel really cozy and comfortable and I am
1: um, I'm enjoying the ride. I don't know where we're going, yeah. but we're going. Just like living it. I think that like I think we we forget to do that sometimes when we date, you know? Is yep. that Like we get so like wrapped up of like, yeah, like how is this going to end? How is this going to work? What are the logistics? This can never work. Da, da, da. Like we get so wrapped up in that. But it's like, no, if you really just like someone, just like be present with them, whatever that mm. looks like, even if it's from, you know, a far away. I'm all about long distance. So oh, I love I girl. I love it so much. It's it's nice. It's, I mean, I mean, I guess because I'm an Aquarius and I like space. So that part
2: I don't know I don't have Aquarius I think for me it's just I'm a secret ass Scorpio that's just kind of like okay leave me alone thank you like touch me but then also like from a distance you know so
1: you get clingy though huh you get clingy with your men like once you're like in once you're with them it's like no one else exists
0: (laughs) not true at all I don't know who you're describing (laughs)
2: You know I disappear in the chest of a man. Like I will yes. nestle deep into a man so yes. far deep. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, here? where's Rose? I have not. She's <laughs> cupcaking <laughs> and honeymooning with the wrong
1: person. Yes. <laughs> not the wrong person. Well, right not now something. it's the right person. Yeah. So. But well, you you know, it's just it's love. It's a
2: it's a fun adventure, and like I said. We're on the we're in the car, we're roading, we're driving around. I don't know where we're driving to, but as we both know, he looks sexy as he drives. So I'm I'm fine.
1: It's okay. The, like I mentioned it in like a previous episode where I was like, I think someone an email e- an e- someone sent an email saying, like, oh yeah, like I was so turned on by the way they were driving, and I was like, girl, me too. And I had that clip. And so when you sent me like just photos of him driving, I was like, <laughs> I like, that really funny. explains my theory. Like, why do we get so turned on by a man just with specifically one arm, one hand on the wheel, kick him back?
2: Because you know where his second hand is? On your thigh. Like, <laughs> yes. it's this. It's just the hand on the wheel, hand on my thigh. He's giving me the ox. He's allowing me to be DJ. It's the one and only time that I'll let a man have control and I'll sit back. And also, Atlanta has spoiled me. This man... Gets out of his car, even when he's pulling up and I'm like walking, he gets out of his car, opens the door for me and then close it. And now I'm like, fuck feminism. Let me just be treated like a lady.
1: (laughs) I love it. I know. It's So it who's like such a like, I could pay my own bills. I could do this to like now be falling in love with someone from the South. It's like very interesting.
2: Well, but, uh, but you're really
1: taking it all in.
2: I mean, he like, still has. I still don't allow him to pay for a meal. You know me. I can't let go of certain things. I will. You, I don't really? know why. I am stubborn and I am independent and I do. N- That's like a weird thing where I was like, financially, my father has taught me I should never rely on a man. So it's kind of like, I still have it's not so let funny this man. Because
1: you and my friend six are just such complete opposites with that. And it's so interesting having like the conversation with you and having a conversation with her. Cause she's just like, she's like, I'm not like ever going 50, 50, like he's got to pay for everything, like type of, you know, mentality. And you're, you're kind of like, No. like, And it's just it's just really funny. I mean, no one's right or wrong in the situation. It's just what works for you. But it's just so funny, like the difference because I I honestly just had an episode with her that I'm putting out where like we we like talk about all that stuff. And it's just like she really believes in like in the, the gender roles.
2: Oh, me and her should talk. We should do an episode then. We
1: should do an episode of Us Three.
2: Absolutely. Not to like debate, but just because I love – I get it. I get why women want to be pampered and taken care of. Like I understand that. But I'm just such – My father raised me to be the man I'll never need. So I'm very much like independent. And I always want to financially take care of people. I mean I'm financially taking care of my parents because I want to and because I love them and I'm in a position that I can. and at a very young age I one time let a man buy me dinner and he was like now you owe me something and me being like I don't fucking like that um and yeah so no I still haven't let Atlanta like pay for a meal and we like fight over the bill but I'll let him drive (laughs) I'll let him pay for gas like
1: yeah they're like this this is equal to gas money you know so it's fine It's fine. It's 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 okay. But yeah, plug yourself. (laughs) I was gonna say. No, maybe we really should have like. I mean, she lives in Houston, so I mean, we could all like.
2: Let's go to Houston.
1: Honestly, fuck it, right? Yeah, why not? We're already going to New York. Might as well stop by. Well, I definitely we definitely need to do a Dallas show, and she said she'd come out to Dallas. I mean, we could make something like I don't. We'll figure it out. But it's just funny. I think that would be really interesting because you guys are really, I never really, I don't know why I never thought about it, but you guys are literally like polar opposites when it comes to that. But you would get along great. It's just, you would like, it's just such different like ways
2: of going. Look, I wish I could. I honestly wish I could be like the girl that's like, okay, take care of me. But I'm also, I'm just terrified of it. I don't know why. It's a weird control thing.
1: I think for her, like she's said this before, like she's had a really hard life mm. and so she just really just wants to get to a point where it just becomes a soft life, you know, when you just mm. had a hard life your entire life. Um, Sometimes you're just like, why do I want to continue to a hard life and just take care of myself? And she's like, I know I can take care of myself. She's like, fuck it. I want a man to do it all. So.
2: Shit, I mean, I get that, but I'm right. still like, i feel like, I'm maybe hardened even more because I'm a I'm little like, bit
1: on like, hi, I'm with, you. I'm a little bit like you, so I get it too. Sometimes I'm like, I get both both ways, but anyways, plug yourself. <laughs> you
2: can find me at Instagram <laughs> at rose underscore Etta stone, and as always, I've actually uh, posted recently um, the new blog on the dot com,
1: and I read your blog the other day. Which one? <laughs> I I was just like reading through it. Oh, okay. You were. I forgot what. I don't know. I was just reading through it the other day, and I was like, "You actually like update it pretty often."
2: Not as much as I used to when I was like unemployed and having fun, but now that I'm unemployed again and still having fun, (laughs) get (laughs) ready for some new angsty posts.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I, yeah, it's it's very like you. I can't remember what you you talked about though, but I remember reading it like a few weeks ago. Anyways. And you could hear my voice. And I could, he- I could hear you when you like write.
2: Aw, thanks. It's loud. It's loud. <laughs> it loud. it's loud. Is it loud and in bold? <laughs> yes.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. Well, how do I do? I just like linked out. Follow no, me, me, blo- Megan, or go to brocotherapy.com. All that shit is there. Yay. Yes. Broke girl Therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy.